Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Yeah. Mainly because I want to do it by my brain and not look it up. Sure. <laughs> right. It's not, like, terrifyingly loud, but it's just enough that I'm like, oh, what's that sound? Right. Yeah. Like, like oof. Spooky. <laughs> so, but one day, one day I won't be scared by it anymore. Yeah, I believe in you. <laughs> I think you can make this happen. <laughs> that was something that I neglected to ask about here. I mm-hmm. like, Hey, are there ghosts? Hey, right. did anyone die here? Is this haunted? Is this a place of a true crime murder? Because <laughs> you are obligated to tell me if right. they ask. Right, right. Legally, if there are ghosts, you have to tell me. But I, I notably fucked up. In the comments, so. <laughs> like, and if I get haunted, that's on me, okay? So. <laughs> there is that unfortunate uh, piece of documentation I signed called the ghost clause, so... <laughs> You know what? It's it is on me. So yeah, that's okay. Anyways, welcome to spooks and haunts and creeps. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> As into the toilet. Friends yeah, that's our uh, our alternate title that we all know and love. Yeah, it's just you know we tried to be really careful with SEO and like marketing. Sure. Copyright. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that one's just it doesn't really work as well. You know. Yeah. No, it's not really the vibe. You know, I remember a good like five and a half years ago when we sat down and we were like, what really embodies like cryptids and Stephanie Meyer? And we were like, one, two, three, ghost adventures. And then we were like, damn it. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Zach Bagans is going to come for a throat. We got to try something else. Yeah. We cannot sustain that legal battle. No, sorry. No. <laughs> God, what I would give though to have him on the show. Happy Monday. Hey. To folks who are here. Yes. Um, as usual, I'm so glad that you are listening and engaging with this show while the world continues to fall apart around us. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we we take this hour of your time to not talk about that at all. Yeah. And instead, just focus on other worlds that are falling apart, but fictionally. Right. Instead. In a very fun and cool way. <laughs> yep. And take you away. And, you know, like, we sit on chairs backwards. We're we're the cool people here. We're, like, cool substitute (laughs) teacher energy. It's like, hey, listen, I don't know how the usual guy does this thing, but we're going to have fun today. (laughs) But today, we're watching a movie. Yeah, exactly. How about that? How are you? I I am great. I'm great. (laughs) Tell me everything. I have good news. For my happy thing. My happy thing is unions. (laughs) Let's go. God damn it. Because after two years, over two years of bargaining, the union that I am a part of has reached its first fucking ratified contract, baby. And I, this was literally yesterday and I'm still like on the high of this 
you know, because I haven't been here throughout the whole process of this thing, but I've been here through like the sort of escalation. But like, holy shit, man. And within it, we have a bunch of fucking awesome things in it that hopefully will set precedence for other media places and news organizations, which is great. But crucially, it is legally in the contract that you don't have to go to the office for fear of ghosts. Because, okay. you know, we just wanted to have fun, you know? You know what? If it's haunted, you don't have to go. That's you legally binding. <laughs> legally binding in a contract. I love that, actually. Listen, we like to have fun, you know? <laughs> I, I love that they were like, you know what? I don't agree with I ain't afraid of no ghosts. We are... And right. we are going to make that legally binding. Right. So. We have, listen, we got to get protections for everything. You know, no, no <laughs> stone goes unturned, especially potential haunts and ghouls. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And in this industry, are you kidding right. <laughs> No. Yeah. Anyone could be haunted at any time. You have to be prepared. <laughs> We're not going to put our technology on the line. Fuck that. Yeah. No. Dude, fuck yeah. I love unions. Yeah. And it's such a bummer that you have to like love something that's such a bare minimum you know yeah right yeah of being able to like protect your employees yes but i love them though yeah i have had the honor of being a part of a union and it saved my ass yeah for sure i will fight to the death for unions in everything i love them fuck yeah unions hell yeah um, how are you doing, my friend? I'm, um, <laughs> alive. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. Um, hey, you did it. I'm being hyperbolic, but we've said this like a million times over the past five and a half years. Shit's bad in the world. Yeah. It's been like a really wild week. Not surprising. Yeah. Really bad. Like, <laughs> but that doesn't make it any less like annoying or just like bad yeah (laughs) something that has brought me great joy is that i have been kind of forced to be off my i've been like off my devices like yeah living in the real world (laughs) just because i've had to like fucking build shelter (laughs) uh so that's been helpful so i'm not like doom scrolling and stuff but my happy thing this week is where I'm living now is so quiet. Ooh. So, and it's such a stark, pleasant change from living in the middle of a fucking city, which turns out, friends, when you have PTSD, moving to a place that's quiet helps (laughs) your health. Um, You are able to just fucking chill out a little bit. And something that brought me an immense amount of joy this week is on one of the days that wasn't uh, under 50 degrees and yeah. raining, right. is there was an ice cream truck Hell on yeah. the street. Yes. I cannot remember the last time that I heard an ice cream truck in a neighborhood, and it um, like low-key almost made me cry. There were kids <laughs> being like, what's up? Yes! <laughs> It's our time. Let's go. <laughs> I want one of those SpongeBob ice creams right now. <laughs> Give it to me. Did you procure an ice cream? Um, no, I didn't. Okay. I just mainly because I, 
I still don't know if ice cream trucks nowadays take, like, anything other than hard cash money. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's also stopped me in the past. I'm like, I don't actually know if ice cream trucks have modernized at all. So, I'm so probably... Can you take Venmo or, <laughs> like, can you take, like, a debit card? It was more so, like, I had my window open and I was listening to an ice cream truck and I was like, damn... Is this the American dream? Right. <laughs> what the fuck is this? But it was very pure and sweet, and it brought me a lot of joy in a time that is not not joy. Yes. We don't have a lot of current events. No. But I would say we have an important one. Yes. Crucial. That kind of fucking swept me off my feet. I was not expecting this when I sent it. Did you know when I sent this to you? No, that was the first time I had heard of it. I don't know. Is this like an adaptation of something or is this just like new, new? Well, it's, I an, think it's an adaptation. It's based on a V. Schwab like short story, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, and I knew that like, okay. I think. I think I only knew about this tangentially because I think V.E. Schwab just had like a, a deal with Netflix announced or whatever. I don't know if it was like a multiple multiple like adaptation thing or like okay. whatever because she had like some poppin' books a few years ago or whatever. Um, but the fact that it's this, this first kill, hello? The photos of these took my goddamn breath away. Yeah, this is literally our brand and i'm a little offended that we didn't get like the x clue you know (laughs) why did nobody tell us why did no one tell us like a gay sexy vampire versus vampire hunter show hello this makes me wonder who at netflix is listening to our show for real hello and the fact that like the vampire the teenage vampire is named Juliet, which like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the vampire hunter is named Calliope. So um, like, hello, guys. Everything about this, the photos that they posted on Entertainment Weekly look very beautiful. Yeah. And it looks so romantic. There's not much that we know right now. Yeah. But I, the cover of it is so pretty (laughs) yeah Yeah, it is like very like pulpy vampire romance novel vibe which i i love i need it immediately yeah and to not even know that this was coming and for them just be like um so hi this is a thing get ready yeah buckle up homos (laughs) (laughs) was an absolute shock, but like, thank you for this gift. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. God. <laughs> In an absolute opposite end of the spectrum, <laughs> we have some birthday boy news. We do. It is a birthday boy day. <laughs> it's time. We talked a lot about Jamie Dornan this year, mainly because he's been into some kind of fuck shit lately. Listen, some of y'all might be tired of us talking about Jamie Dornan. We are too, but he keeps popping up. His PR team, like, won't get him under control. He just, like, won't stop talking. This can go away if Case to a Rob do more than, like, two interviews a calendar year. (laughs) You know? Right. Sometimes Jamie Dornan just wants to do things. And you know what? We're going to watch him. (laughs) 
We're going to watch him because apparently he celebrated his 40th birthday and his biggest wish for his birthday <laughs> was to have a, quote, backyard rodeo. This man. And when I heard that, what my mental picture was not what actually occurred, which is that he <laughs> recreated a dive bar. Right. And got a mechanical bull and like an inflatable <laughs> yeah just like uh, in his like backyard pad and just put it in his backyard and was like i'm gonna just have a blast right because you think someone like jamie dornett's like okay let's get horses in here let's get real bull. Right. let's do like full cowboy vibe but no he's like no nah, i just want to get full just a full ride yeah just a man of simple needs. Yeah, and honestly, I respect it. And this, this he posted a video about it on Instagram. He's wearing like a little cowboy hat and everything. It's very cre- very cute. This is the happiest I've ever seen this man in my life. <laughs> Pure, unadulterated joy irradiating from his face. Yeah, and theoretically, it's in his backyard. It's not just like somewhere. Sure, right. And you know what? I wish more celebrities had parties like this. Yeah. I would argue it's not even Instagram worthy in the way that we consider right. uh, like parties Instagram worthy now. Where like yeah. there's no photo shoot spots. There's no yeah. <laughs> like it's literally just the mechanical bull station. And goddamn, that man's having the time of his life for real. So like, I will say too um, this this Cinema Blend wrote about this. So thank you, Cinema Blend. Um, but one of the sentences feels very rude and pointed, which says, it looks like the perfect way to feel young again, whilst also challenging yourself with a difficult and daring activity. First of all, 40 is not old. Yeah, like coming for the jugular there on that one, like let this man be. <laughs> but I will say, I've never done a mechanical bull ride before. Mm. But I can imagine that, like, if you go past the, like, oh, this is fun, and you start doing the, like, difficult levels right. of it, that could probably fuck you up a bit. Yeah. You would be right. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jamie Dornan. I hope you had the time of your life. Yeah. Hope you had the best rodeo <laughs> ever. I'm so excited to talk about Empire Academy with you this yes. week. Because I, since last week, I feel like it's been one of the only things on my mind of like when I would start reading and be like what in the world are Rose and Sydney up to this week yeah because when we had left off we didn't I didn't even know that Sydney was going to be part of this it was just like where in the world is Rose Hathaway (laughs) (laughs) what is she up to I'm assuming she's going after Dimitri but it was like oh she's in Russia Oh, she's in a nightclub? Yeah. Oh, she's in fancy outfits doing, like, <laughs> spy shit? Like, what's going on? What are alchemists? What is this? <laughs> Why oh, does this stranger love Jesus so much? <laughs> right. Oh, she's considered to be, like, a heathen. Oh, no, this is not going where I expected it to. Okay, interesting. Right. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, great. This no. is going to go swimmingly. Right. Um... I love this new uh, <laughs> enemies to lovers. Can't wait to see it, this. For real, though. That's literally what this is setting up for, which I am into. Um, Where do we pick up on? Well, we pick up um, that fucking Sydney is like, oh, okay, I'm going to take you to this 
this place. We're going to go together. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and Rose is like, huh, sorry, what? Mm-mm. No, I'm, I'm, I need to I'm get 18. to Siberia. Don't yeah, remember? right. I'm 18. I'm an adult. adult and I'm incognito. You know, I'm kind of like doing my own thing over here. <laughs> and you kind of might like cramp my style. You know, it's like, that's very nice of you to offer. Um, and Sydney's like, no, it's not an offer. I, I have direct orders. Uh, so we're going together. And Rose's like, fuck. <laughs> what, what does this mean? Like, why would you want to? come but also like this is i guess help the closest i've been to like figuring out where and how to get there you know but it's just like ugh, puts you in a predicament for sure and sydney's like i can't tell you why but you also can't tell me why you're going so right exactly and yeah so sydney's just being like i don't want to do this but i have to and i'm scared of you (laughs) (laughs) but like whatever i guess um but it turns out they're leaving like soon like now <laughs> they're like let's right. hit the ground let's go you know gotta figure out a train tomorrow and we'll let's go rose gives us a lot of color about this like fancy hotel that she's living in which is very fun <laughs> like because she you know when she first was there she's do- mostly doing like the hostels and everything um but now she's like ooh, this which swanky little hotel okay you know very fun. Got little lobby people and little chandeliers and all this fun the stuff. Time of her life. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense that like it's the night before she's supposed to leave mm-hmm. and she needs rest desperately. Yeah. But her body is like, but what if I just stay up and be stressed instead? What if I How's just that? freaked out and panicked all <laughs> night? I think that would be actually better in the long term. You How know. About that? Just it'll, it'll be great. It'll be great for me to like fight Stragoy and fight my boyfriend. <laughs> I think I'll be super prepared for that if I just freak out all night. Long. God, you know, so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> and she obviously she like your coping mechanism. Which yeah. I was waiting for this. Literally, she realizes that even though she's very far from Lissa, she is able to tap into the brain space, into the bond. And they share the same brain cell. They do. They have one singular brain cell that they hold together. Um, and she's in there. Um, so we finally get a little bit of like Lissa color because we oh. haven't really heard what's going on post that breakup, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> post her breakup with Rose. Um, and we kind of get to see what her life is like with the whole queen situation, which I forgot was kind of like fully set into motion in same. this time, you know? Um, of like doing all of, it seems like she's getting worked to the bone here of being like, you got to do all these tours. You got to meet this person. You got to go on a a plane to like figure out this, whatever, and do all these royal duties, which just seems like doing a lot of like royal chores (laughs) for the queen. Um, and she's fed up with it and like kind of shit talking to Christian about it being like, I hate this. This sucks. I don't, I'm not doing anything, but like, I have to be here for school and to like get my cool college dreams or whatever. Um, but I'm tired and I hate it. Um, I can't do it. And like if Rose was here and if Rose was in this position, she would like, you know, stand up for herself, but I can't stand up for myself and it sucks. And it's like, (laughs) I thought it was so interesting too, because in this time where Rose is out of the picture and it's just Lissa and Christian. Yeah. Lissa, Rose is observing, anyways, that mm-hmm. Lissa is becoming really 
like passionate and angry and Christian is having to adapt and be the more like calm and cool and collected one. Yeah. Which is fascinating because that is not their personalities at all. Mm -mm. But they're having to adapt because Rose, who's usually the more passionate one, isn't there. Yeah. And I love that this is something that uh, Fro had thought about. What is her even name? Rochelle? Like, I always forget. <laughs> Ferrero. <laughs> I'm always thinking, like, that's a real name, and it's aggressively yeah. not. Um, but I love that this is something that uh, she thought about, because it, it reminds me a lot of, like, I grew up having, in, like, a three-person friend group, and yeah. it reminds me a lot of, like, if one of those people is out of there, out of the situation at the time, the other two have to kind of like compensate. Right. And the whole dynamic is out of whack. You know, there's like a lot of different things you got to adjust for. And so to, to think about that, it's such a minor detail, but I think it's really telling for their dynamic, which I loved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, The queen is very much like hazing. um, Yeah, literally. (laughs) It's so fucked. And I love too that like, Christian is kind of on this like, like vagabond mission of being like, just quit and we can just like hit the road and see the sights and we can find another school and figure it out and do whatever. We can just go to Paris. Right. Which is like, I guess like not out of character for Christian, but I am surprised by it in a way that he's just like, fuck it. Let's leave. You know, let's, you know, we're better together. We can, we don't need this, whatever kind of vibe. Cause he's like a little bit of a bad boy, but like not that much. I feel like of like the anti-establishment kind of vibe. Um, right. but I do, it's, it was very cute. And her just being like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I think it makes sense in a way though, of like, he's had to grow up not needing to like depend on people. For sure. Right. Or like, at least not depend on like authority mm-hmm. figures. And so he's like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, let's just take off. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's like, no, we yeah. need to trust the authority figures. Right. And this is like, I need to go to college uh, and support us. Because what are you going to do? Get a job? Like, Christian? Like, are you going to work in a job? You would absolutely not last a minute in an actual real it's job. Like, okay, well, harsh. But yeah, fair. right. Not incorrect, but a little rude. <laughs> I, th- I loved this conversation because I think that it's very telling for mm-hmm. the two of them of why they work yeah, together. Yeah, totally. And I... I think that that's something where um, in the first couple books, I think that some, there was a part of me that's like, oh, it's just like a good girl, bad boy, like maybe it won't work if Rose isn't there. But like they they actually like are very compatible Mm -hmm. together. Yeah. And it's cute to see. Yeah. I love to see it. (laughs) Me too. Duh. Um, But hearing... Lissa talk about the bond made me want to cry. Yeah, it's because mm, mm, like Lissa's just being like, I, you know, because Christian is just being like, hey, she's okay wherever she is. Don't you worry. And Lissa's like, yeah, I hear that, but I wish I could have any proof <laughs> that that was true. <laughs> and like Adrian gets to like visit her dreams and check in, and I can't do anything. I just have to like be here and stress while Rose could potentially 
you're the bond. Or like if something happened to her, maybe I would feel something. Maybe I would like get some sort of sign, but I don't know. And Christian's not very helpful and just being like, yeah, I don't know either. That's that sucks. (laughs) It sucks not knowing. Um, And it's just like, she's like, I would just give anything to be able to like tap in in any way. You know, it's like, let's, And it sucks because Rose is very much aware that, like, this isn't what she wanted. She never really wanted to have to choose between Lissa and Dimitri. Right. Because for her, it's not a choice. Mm -hmm. It's more so of, like, I need to take care of this thing right now. Yeah. And then I will come back to you. But unfortunately, that's hard when it feels like to Lissa she made a choice. Yeah. Ugh. Damn, it sucks. Um, it hurts. Ferrero. How, how do you feel about this? Avery, Eugene, new folks on the block. I, uh, this is an odd choice. So, like, I, I find it interesting that the queen, I mean, it's not surprising, I guess, that the queen has, like, just been chilling at mm-hmm. the academy. Right. Um, especially since, theoretically, it's been what, maybe, like, a couple weeks since the attack happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like it it would make sense that a lot of the population would want, like, a a politician-type figure Mm -hmm. to be there, to be like, okay, let's kind of get this taken care of. Yeah, let's oversee Um, some stuff. (laughs) Yeah, like, let's rebuild and and reduce anxiety and stuff. Um, But it still feels odd that it's, like, you know, you're at ground zero or whatever. Yeah. What I found, it just feels sus. Mm-hmm. And I think that Lissa definitely picks up on that and it comes through to Rose as well because Kirova mentions too that um, there's like with the new family that they're like royal mm-hmm. and that Kirova is like stepping down for what is his name? Lazar? Yeah, (laughs) Eugene Lazar. Or just a real fucking nerd name. Yeah. And it feels, and I think Lissa feels this, and and so Rose feels this, that it um, is to help, like, soothe the anxieties of the royals. But I'm just like, what? Yeah, why? Mm. Why? Yeah. (laughs) I get, I, I guess, I understand that. Right. But then to keep Kirova on staff as a teacher, like, yeah, which is interesting. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. it feels suspicious to me. I mean, honestly, like Tatiana has felt suspicious to me this whole time. Right. Yeah. Um. So I everything that she does, I'm very like. Mm. Right. Mm. I don't trust it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But this, the I mean, the the kids. Anyways, yeah, fine. like Avery seems uh, desperate for s- some sort of connection, any friendship <laughs> at all, <laughs> and and honestly, so does I think it was Reed, Reed, yeah, mm-hmm. the son as well, yeah, yeah, because like, which makes sense. Uh, Lissa is immediately like kind of a little standoffish about Avery, um, right. Of being like, you're not gonna like be my like 
keeper or like my handler, you know, or like right. Rose is saying that, but like in Alyssa's mind, she's just being like, I don't know what this is. Like, yeah, I'm kind of busy, but like I could sure show you around sometime whatever you know and Avery just looks like a sad puppy being like I just want one friend (laughs) I don't know anything that's going on and like so she seems fine you know I understand Lissa's feeling here Mm -hmm. of not only being like I can only have one best friend right um and you're not it Avery so fuck off right and also the Avery and Reed at least at this moment remind me a lot of like um, like army brats. Yeah, just like always moving like, around. Always moving around. They don't have friends. They're, their <laughs> parents are just like, they're just like, oh, this is just another place. I'm probably not going to be here for that long. Um, so it's it's interesting to me because they both are just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't, right. I don't really care. It's so funny um, that when they introduce Reed too, they're like, he's so excited to join St. Vladimir's. Yeah. And Rose in her in her monologue is like, this is the least excited person I've ever seen in my life. Ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot think no. of anyone less excited for anything. Yeah, I think Rose even says, like, if I ever needed to play the role of a disgruntled teen, I could have learned everything there was to know from Reed Lazar. Yeah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and I get that Liz is also kind of suspicious of Avery because apparently she's supposed to be, like, beautiful. Right. Right. Um, but there's a part of me that's like, it. it is not the kids. It's very much Eugene that mm-hmm. we need to watch out for here. Yeah. Um, I will not be distracted, always... Rochelle. <laughs> you will not <laughs> right. get me. Which we've learned from... The previous books right that the kids are often the pawns mm-hmm. of the parents here so like will they probably do some fuck shit like probably right um but it's very much not of their choice it they are pawns here yeah i will say they make a big deal about you know avery being like beautiful like she has curves and all these things and the oh. way that Lisa or uh, rose talks about it is very gay because she's oh my God, she's talking is. and she's like, listen, I always thought that Lissa would be a million times prettier. Um, so like she's just naturally gorgeous. Her hair, her eyes, her body. It's <laughs> just like, hey Rose, hey Rose, hey. Hey Rose, focus. <laughs> Rosemary, <laughs> what is going on? But yeah, she's like, but beside the older girl, mm-hmm. Lissa felt kind of plain. Yeah, it's like, girl. Like, hey, what? <laughs> Lissa, the love of your life? Rose? Hello? Hello. What is going on? Oh, God. Yeah. Figure it out, Rose. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, get your shit together. (laughs) It's just like, focus. Chapter Um, four is very sad. Okay, yeah. So, I don't know how this was very helpful, like, (laughs) checking in on the school. Um, Right. But, whatever. Um, Chapter four... Like, we got some juicy school gossip in Chapter 3. Right. Chapter 4, I... Frero hurts me a lot. In, in such distinct and intricate ways. Like, ways you never yeah. thought you could feel pain <laughs> and sadness. <laughs> Which is so fucked up. I... Rose? And I think that... Yeah, no, go ahead. I think that what annoys me about Ferrero is that 
the stuff that she writes about, even though we are very much in a world that like does not exist, right? The stuff that she writes about for Rose is very relatable, mm-hmm. and I feel like if I had read these books, um, God, like fifteen years ago or mm-hmm. something, like you know, when I was in middle school or high school, they would have absolutely devastated me. Yeah, because reading this chapter of being like, this was the city that Dimitri always talked to me about. Yeah, and, and I recognize all him. these landmarks because he told me about them and what they looked like and their different qualities and like this should be our fucking vacation together. Like it shouldn't be like I shouldn't be alone here. Yeah, doing this. And I am desperately trying to tune out everything mm. about this new city because at every street corner and stop sign and crack in the cement it reminds me of him and it's like hey Rochelle (laughs) fuck you enough I can't I can't do this I'm weak like I'm already I'm already reeling with the fact that she is here to kill him right can you actually stop please (laughs) I can't just and she says no yeah she she, says no says what if i stuck the knife in further and twisted it what about that would that be better (sighs) i do love this though because sydney's just like walking around and being like so anyway like here's all these places um here's what i learned and rose is just like silently fully disassociating yeah just (laughs) not not present in this moment yeah um, and even was shocked because, like, Cindy doesn't want to talk to me, you know? <laughs> she's like, it's no. not like she's going to say anything. But, like, every once in a while she'll be like, wow, kind of looks like a storybook, huh? And Rose's like, did you say something? Are you talking to me? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I thought you hated me or slash were scared of me. And both. Like, what? <laughs> and both, yeah. <laughs> like, what's, what's happening? It's so messed up because, like, when they get to the train station, mm-hmm. too, um... <laughs> which <laughs> Rose is like the station didn't have the onion gnomes right <laughs> <laughs> oh no I love Rose's I love observations her. they're so good Same. Um, she starts to like do the thing where she's like I knew and like felt what Dimitri would have said about this place and I'm just like girl don't <laughs> it's like, you don't can't, do this to yourself you're torturing yourself Rose but this tra- here's the thing, folks. I love a train. Yeah. Um, I think trains are hot. They're fun. <laughs> they're great. Trains are sexy. Um, it's the widely held opinion sexy. of Into the Twilight. <laughs> they are. Um, they are my preferred way to travel. Yeah. This was a sad train. Yeah, like um, Rose was so excited because we like, we had first class train accommodations. Like we were so excited, yeah. it's gonna be cool, sexy, everything you love about trains, and it was a little, a little, a little sad, a little sad. Yeah, a little small and a little sad. Um, yep. Which wasn't great, but though she doesn't know that she at least her and Sydney have like their own little spaces, so she doesn't have to be afraid of like scaring Sydney away or something with her devious intentions you know (laughs) yeah i the idea that they are having to like room together when sydney is just like might just throw holy water on her right it's like dastardly spirit (laughs) is one hilarious to me because it won't do anything to her no um but also it's just like wild (laughs) 
This is the second night in a row that Rose has not gotten restful sleep. It's like this girl needs to rest up. Because at this point, the timeline, it seems like, is it could take them two days, potentially, to get there. Like, that's the TBD timeline on this. Um, So, in a a best-case scenario, mm -hmm. this fight, and, like, we know it's not going to happen this soon because we have a whole fucking book. But, like, in Rose's mind, she has got two days before she could have this fight with Dimitri. And she's, like, mentally preparing her. She has to be like, can I even do this when we get there? Like, that's so soon, yada, yada, yada. Homegirl needs some sleep to be able to do that. But fucking Adrian taps into the dream space. (laughs) He's just like, hey. Like, hey, bestie. <laughs> I miss you. What's up? Are you ready to accept my love offer yet? And like, I'm, I'm here. I I remember this when I was first reading this when I was a child, <laughs> a teen, um, of like knowing about this relationship and stuff. But reading it now as an adult, like, it feels like this book's version of Adrian's character feels like a little bit of retconning of this adoration i 100 you know what i mean because like it was definitely intense because he's like an intense guy but it was never to me reading it now that he was like fan like fully in love with her like obsessed with her like he loved flirting with her and making her like kind of squirm a little bit because adrian and he's just like goofing around a lot none of it ever appeared to be coming from a real place even when no. she was like, I'm leaving, goodbye. And he was like, you're going to give us a shot. Like, that was like an escalation of it for sure. But it seemed right. more of just like they were both kind of manipulating each other to get what they wanted out of it. A hundred percent. And now this is just like very, and he always talks in dramatics. Like, that's always a thing. But a lot of this feels like he's being very, very, very committed to this I'm in love with you you're the one for me I don't want to play around kind of thing which is weird I agree I feel like I have seen people say that Adrian is like their favorite character Mm -hmm. and I am being genuine here fam I don't get it (laughs) I need you to explain it to me because like I think Adrian is funny yeah because, like, in a very, like, <clears throat> Lord Byron-esque way. Right. Where, like, he thinks he's the shit, but everyone around him is like, this dude's weird. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a um, loser. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think he's funny in that way, not in the, like, oh, he is everything I've ever cared about way. Right. And I just need to understand why. Is it because we haven't gotten there? Is that, do I just need to have patience? <laughs> or what? Um, because I feel like if anything, when he first said, like, when you, in the end of the last book, when he was like, when you come back, will you give us a chance? Was like that first Mm -hmm. time he was like ever being genuine. Mm -hmm. But again, it was like him trying, just like Rose was like trying to get what he wanted out of the situation. Right. And this dream sequence is, I mean, it's a real dream for her, but like, is so awkward because it's like why are you at a hundred percent right now yeah it's like every day is agony without you i pine for you i'm empty alone like stop being such a pick me adrian bro what yeah right (laughs) god 
it's just it's so out of character and it some of it feels like adrian because he's like when he says oh i do so miss you she misses you too i'm like oh that's just age like that's yeah. just how he talks right but some of this is like who are you right what is this <laughs> does the dream space turn you into a different kind of guy like what <laughs> right understand it and the fact that like he is visiting her dreams Mm -hmm. this much and this is the first time since she's been gone thank you kelly clarkson um (laughs) that we've like seen it Mm -hmm. that she's theoretically like remembered it Mm -hmm. makes me feel kind of weird yeah because she's like you do this every week like (laughs) at least once a week and he's like well i could be doing it every day but you know absence makes the heart grow fonder and it's like homie leave her alone (laughs) do something else she has things to do (laughs) i did find it interesting though that like rose was like well since you're here um have you heard of the (laughs) alchemists like can i just get some information from you and he's like oh well obviously rose is like well so I might have run into them, and I did love that Adrian was like, okay, so of course you did, because they only find trouble, and you are trouble. Top tier trouble. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, they are, like, fanatics. Yeah. So, not great. Mm-mm. But, like, there's even this part, too, where he's like, just don't let them convert you. Wink. I, I love the you are. I love it's that like, you're a Ugh. dirty sinner. <laughs> like, okay. What even? Stop. It's happening. What's going on? <laughs> uh, and so fucking Rose just wakes up, I guess. <laughs> and it's like, ah, I haven't really gotten any sleep actually, but let me just no restful sleep. check around, you know, let me see what Sydney's up to. Have I scared her away? You know? <laughs> um, right. And Sydney's just kind of like, vibing in this corridor or whatever back turn like wistfully looking out the window (laughs) like like, and fully just like fiddling and like clutching her cross necklace you know so it's like okay homegirl is panicking (laughs) a little bit got a blanket all wrapped around her with her religion or is it just her fidget toy or both or both hey (laughs) um and rose like hey bestie um What's going hey. on? Are you good? And she's like, I can't sleep. She's like, is I, am I, is it me? Did I do that? <laughs> are you, do you have a problem with me? Is that, are you scared was that I'm going to like, right? I was like kicking too much in my sleep. <laughs> I was like grinding my teeth. You know, like, do tell me. It's okay. Uh, and she's just like very, you know, kind of cursed and not really being like, I'll handle it, whatever. You know, I don't really deal with, you guys, you know, like this, in this sort of way. So I just have to get used to it kind of vibe. Um, Right. Whatever. And Rose is being very nice about it, even though she's being very rude (laughs) about how she's like, I'm fundamentally scared of you. And I think you're bad at your core. (laughs) And she's, and Rose is like, we can get you like another room if it'll make you more comfortable. Like we don't have to be in the same space. It'll be, it's fine with me. I can pay for it. Don't you worry. I got my sweet Adrian money. You know, <laughs> don't, I'm bullying <laughs> over here. So like whatever is cool with you, 
it's whatever. Then Sydney goes full Edward Cullen and is like, uh, no, it's fine. Yeah. Actually, our bus is full. And then breaks the, like, bus window equivalent. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing we can do. I'm fine. There's nothing we can do about it. It's (laughs) over. It's fine. I'll just wallow here and be sad. Okay, Sydney, you choose that path. Go right. That sounds, whatever. Do what you gotta do, I guess. God. But I do love that, like, after this talk, Rose is like, okay, I'm going to go sleep real soundly now. Right. I'm just going to, yeah. You do whatever it is you're doing out here. I'm going to just sleep like a little baby. So have fun. And then I'm going to go have a great breakfast. So Yeah, I'm going to have some nice little sausage. Be great. (laughs) And something that's, like, sort of like French toast. And it'll be awesome. Yeah, it'll be so sick. (laughs) One of the things that I really liked about the breakfast in the morning is... It's, they are still on this train. Mm-hmm. It's, Rose just, like, got up, went to go get breakfast on the train car that's next door. Right. There's no reason why she would need to be, like, I don't know, dressed, presentable, whatever. Yeah. But when Sydney finally comes in, Sydney is, like, in slacks, in a sweater. She is, like, fully hair brushed. She is looking sleek. And Rose is like, what the fuck, Sydney? Like, can you just... Get the stick out of your butt. What is wrong with you? Right. She's just like, what? I, what's going on? What, who are you? What's your deal? <laughs> Why are you so weird? And I feel like they both have that same opinion of each other. Yeah, it's in equal measure that they feel that about each other, which is very fun. Which I love. I love it so much. Yeah. And they, they start to talk shop a little bit because she realizes that Sydney speaks fluent Russian, which I'm... It's a little funny that she was surprised by that information, given that she lives in Russia. Um, but yeah. yeah, she's doing her internship in Russia. It would be kind of wild if she didn't. Right, but, you know, whatever, go off, Rose. Um, right. And she's just, like, kind of poking in a little bit more about, like, alchemy stuff and just being like, you must have to learn, like, a lot of things for this job, you know? like Yeah, you got to be kind of smart or something. you got to, like, know some cool secrets uh, working you know, for the government and doing all this cool potion <laughs> stuff. Um, and it's like, do you know all these, like, what are those potions? Like, that chemical thing, you know. Can I use that? Can I use that for me, though? Like, would that work? And she's like, no, it only works on corpses. Sorry. Which is wild, yeah. first of all. I feel like you could ha- you have the ability, the science <laughs> behind you. If you could make something that totally eradicates a corpse, a giant evil corpse into nothing i think you could do that just for like a regular guy but yeah maybe not i don't know feels like the science is there the alchemy is there it just feels like a wild thing for them to be like "Mm, if an alchemist has to be near strigoi right we don't want them to have to defend themselves they just need to have it be already dead yeah they just are only there for cleanup which seems like not a great use of alchemy (laughs) to my understanding it's a kind of a waste. The other thing that I thought was interesting too is Rose is like, so about this town that we're going to. Yeah. What do you know? <laughs> Tell me <And> everything. <laughs> Sydney, the way that Sydney describes it is like it is the worst place she's ever heard of. Right. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that it's, it's not just a Maroi town. Yeah. It's like half human, half um, hampier. Half human, mm-hmm. half hampier. And that there's this like underground world 
there. Right. Um, but that... <laughs> Sydney essentially looked at Rose and was like, you don't even know what's coming to you. Yeah. Which is so... This whole time, she's being very vague of just being like, yeah, it's kind of like every other Hampier town. And Rose is like, I don't know what that... Can you be specific? What does that mean? What does that mean? And then she's like, well, it has this wild subculture, you know, what's going on there? And Rose is like, well, what? She's like... Let's just say you're better Honey, to brace. You, you got a big storm. You got a big storm coming, baby. Let's go. And it's like, okay. Jeez, Sydney, you're not very helpful. <laughs> yeah, the Sydney assumes that Rose knows so much more yeah. than she does, which is wild. It's like, Sydney, I have to say this again and again. I did not finish school. <laughs> I dropped out. Apparently, they tell you so much in the last, like, two weeks. Yeah, everything so. that I need to know about being in the world, I didn't see. Because apparently, they didn't hold that to the end. <laughs> Good God. Anyways, we have chapters five and six next week. Um, and there is supposed to be, like, one more day on this train, which I'm assuming will be the next couple of chapters. Yeah. So I am very curious. Um, we have some amazing patrons to thank. Would you like to start us off? Fuck yeah. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Burr, 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 burr. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Ooh. Ah. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Ooh. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ah. Ooh. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Clara Belikov. Thank you to Katia Karp. Ooh. Thank you to Hannah Dragomir. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Bing, bing, bing. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Thank you to our new <gasps> patron, Ooh. Tess Avery. Welcome, Tess. Yeah. Yay, welcome. Thank you to my mom, your mom, all of our moms, Kelly Beck. Ooh. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Ooh. Thank you to Dan Declos. Thank you to Maria Swan. Thank you to India Peach. And last but not least, thank you to Emily Ozera. Oh, I have another fan fiction here that was sent in by India Peach. Ooh, let's go. (laughs) This is titled The Greatest Hot Dog in All the Land. Oh my gosh. And it was written by After I Wake. The summary is Kirk from Star Trek surprises Rose from Vampire Academy one morning while they're on the part of their honeymoon in New York. 
telling her they're going to run down a list of the 18 best hot dog stands in New York City. And Rose remembers that it's reasons like this why she's glad she's married him. Wow. I'm in. I'm invested. (laughs) I have a surprise for you. Rose raised her eyebrow at her husband. Not that she didn't love surprises from her husband. She did. But he had a habit of going, well, over the top. There was the suite. There was the fact he booked them a 10-day cruise. There was so much about this last-minute honeymoon he was pulling out all the stops for. She was a bit worried about what he had up his sleeve. And now, there was the fact that it was 9 o'clock in the morning, and she'd been sleeping, and he'd managed to get up, get dressed, and she hadn't even noticed that he was grinning at her with the wide, kind of dopey grin on his face she loved. She wasn't sure whether she should be worried or excited. She sat up and looked at him, rubbing at her eyes slightly. Is it a good surprise, she asked. It's a don't plan on eating anything other than New York hot dogs all day kind of surprise, he said. Her eyes widened slightly. What? End scene. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What a beautiful, just a little snippet. (laughs) 18 hot dogs. Can you imagine? That's quite a lot. (laughs) Only hot dogs all day. Oops, all hot dogs. Oops, all hot dogs. New merch. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. India, thank you for this gift. Um, I didn't even realize that that was a pairing that ex- that somebody needed in this world. But so, I do appreciate it. Amazing. Well, friends, um, support your local unions. Yeah. Get some ice cream for us. And you know what? Fuck it. Tell a friend about the show. Yeah. Sure. Do that for us. Um, and as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.